You are listening to the Jesco Bike Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Jeskowitz from Ragbri, and I'm doing it solo this week as Mark Wyatt is out of town. This is the podcast where we talk about bicycles just for the fun of it. There'll be tales from, oh, the Ragbri Nation, cycling all over the world, or, you know, right here in the good old Midwest. So, Come for the bike, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. That's our motto here at the Jessica Bike Podcast. And here we are at episode 97, creeping up on the end of the year, creeping up on Christmas. And I'm doing this solo because Mark White is is out of town today, and he couldn't make it. So I'm just going to control the microphone without my partner in crime. So so just bear with us. I know we got a great interview. Uh, Roy Rhodes came on with Kathy Murphy, and just an amazing story. Um, you talk about just go bike, Roy. For for reasons that you'll you'll hear about, decided bicycling is his therapy and pretty much for about four straight years he has ridden every single day that is the cal ripkin of cycling that is an iron man that that's an amazing um story so i i think you'll want to listen to that and especially this time of year when you're looking for those those good cheery up kind of stories uh kathy's interview with roy is really cool so so stay tuned for that. Um, gonna make this one pretty quick today. We're we're just creeping up on Christmas, like I said. Um, by the time you listen to this, it may already be past. But I, I hope you and your families enjoy whatever holiday you celebrate. If it's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it, it, it may be, enjoy it. Enjoy it with loved ones. Enjoy it with with the ones that that you ride with. Enjoy it with friends, family, whoever. But um, you know, this is a time to reflect. We got a lot of good things going on in our lives, so let's make sure we thank those that that make it really special, and make sure you you give those that that you love a big hug as well. So um, you know, this time of year is is one of reflection and where we're going forward uh we turn the calendar into into 2019 very soon uh we'll have one more podcast before the end of the year um probably just a real short one just to just to touch base uh, but then we'll be moving on the other thing that's coming up really quick on january 10th which is a thursday night at big grove brewery in iowa city and that's the brewery that we rode by on that day in iowa city an amazing place. It's an adult playland, pretty much. But we will be doing a live podcast of our 100th episode on stage at Big Grove. We also have Mike Maccabee that's going to be performing or entertaining. I don't. I don't even know what you call Mike. He plays guitar, tells oh stories about biking, traveling peeing outside, all kinds of stuff like that. So our buddy Mike Maccabee is going to entertain before and after the podcast. You don't want to miss that. We also will have a short, fun bike ride. No matter the weather, if it's raining, meh. If it's snowing, yay. If it is beautiful out, hooray. Uh, if it's icy, we're not going to ride. We, we want to make sure that no one's getting hurt during this ride. But we'll just do a short ride, an hour ride, and that's it. Just get get those juices going. Uh, we'll come back and do the live podcast. Um, you know, maybe have a beer or two. Bed Grove's an awesome brewery. Um, so that starts up. We're just going to gather around 5 o'clock. Uh, bike ride is 6. 
and Mike McAbee takes the stage at 7, live podcast at 8, and then when we're done with that podcast, Mike will get back up on the stage and play some more more tunes. And, um, you know, it'd be great to see some friends out there. We're going to have some of the guests that we've had on this show. Um, take a look at that, that Facebook invite. We'd love to have you come out. And for those that ride with us, that brave the elements, we're going to buy the first beer for them. So, so get there, 6 o'clock. you got to be there at 6 o'clock and ride with us. can't just pull up and, you know, show your helmet or something like that. This is a ride that you got to represent, all right? So short, fun ride. Come on out. Big Grove Brewery, January 10th, and that's a Thursday night, and we are going to have some fun, no doubt. No cover fee or anything like that. We should be, but, you know, I mean, just listening to our sultry voices is worth the price of admission, but... Yeah, that's zero. So that's about what it's worth. So, okay, let's get to the interview with Kathy Murphy, a.k.a. Murph, and her interview with Roy. Well, hello, Just Go Bike podcast listeners. Kathy Murphy, a.k.a. Murph, here with another episode of Just Go Bike. Today I'm here, and as you can hear, we're on location in our... Uh, one of my favorite bicycling bars, maybe yours too, but I'm here with Roy Rhodes. Hey, Roy. Hi. Wouldn't you consider this like the bicycling destination in Cedar Rapids, Iowa? It's one of many, yes. One of but, many, yeah. But one of my favorites. Yeah. Too. So we should give a shout out to Kickstan and uh, Darcy and her crew that are, uh, they actually turned down the music for our recording, but we can't turn down the drinking people behind us. But anyway, so... Roy Rhodes. I've known Roy for several years, and it's very rare to see Roy without his bike. Although I have seen you without your bicycle, and I always have to take a second look like, is that Roy? Oh, it is Roy. Yeah, where's his bike? Nah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, he has taken the activity of bicycling beyond what most people are capable of, um, and I'll let him tell you all what that is all about. So, well, let's get started. First off, Roy, let's go back in history, the history of Roy Rhodes. That's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you get into bicycling? Well, I, I did ride when I was a kid. Yep. Growing up near Kennedy High School. Uh-huh. There's some really tough hills there, and I don't know how I did it back then, because it's pretty tough, some of those hills. So I rode when I was a kid, got away from it. You know, when you get a car, you don't bike as much. Sure, yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> uh, then in my 20s, I got biking again and having a lot of fun. Then I had uh, two run-ins with cars. Mm. One, I got bumped off the street and rolled into a juniper bush, a thousand needle pricks into my oh, back. Oh, no. And another one, somebody pulled in front of me and did a brake check, and I ran into the back of the truck, and both, both, they took, both of them took off. I didn't get back into it until my kids were old enough to bike. Mm -hmm. We biked a lot. And then when they were all too old to bike with Dad, then I started biking for myself. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, worked my way up so I could do rag ride finally. Mm -hmm. And uh, my wife had always encouraged me to go biking because I always came back in a better mood. Yes. Everybody that we talk to on this podcast always says how much it changed your mood. Yeah. And, you know, um, after she died, you know, I, that was my one love, and so I kept biking and, mm-hmm. and uh, keep, uh, got 
got through a few uh, rag rides. Mm-hmm. So you've been biking ever since? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll get to that in a second okay. here. Um, we were talking before we pushed record, and we both share, um, you know, you said a love of biking. Um, I want to know how many bicycles you own. Right now, only seven. Seven bicycles. Yeah. Two I'm going to donate to the bike cooperative, or okay. Nubo Bike Cooperative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't ridden them for years. Yeah. It's They're still, isn't there an emotional attachment? Like, it's, for me, it's hard to get rid of a bike because you're like, oh, I did my first ragbri in that, or I did this, exactly. or I did that. Both of them I, I rode in ragbri. Yep. Uh, and then got a newer bike. Yep, yep. And, uh, the newer one is one I've ridden ragbri all the time, mm-hmm. and I keep fixing it. You know, things wear out when you ride them all the time. Sure, sure. Well, I, I hate to admit that I have more bikes than you, but I'm the same as you where I have bikes that are hanging that I haven't ridden in many, many years, and it probably is time to let somebody else enjoy them, but i got to work through that. That's, yeah. that's a side topic, I think. So, um, well, uh, back to biking with you. Uh, what do you enjoy most about being out on a bicycle? Um, it's kind of my therapy yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's exercise, it's therapy, it's a social event. Mm-hmm. Uh, here in Cedar Rapids, we have a lot of bike clubs, mm-hmm. and we have a, a good trail to ride on mm-hmm. uh, from Center Point down to Ely and now Solon. Yeah, all the way to Solon. Uh, it'd be nice if we could start getting some east and west trails going. Yeah. You can actually go all the way to Waterloo if you really want to get brave and do the, uh, is it Limestone, whatever yeah, the trail is? Crushed Limestone. Crushed Limestone. I have uh, a friend who has dropped me off at uh, the northern end of the Cedar, Cedar Valley Nature Trail. Oh, and then you ride back. I ride back. Ah, I think it's a little over 50 miles if, yeah. you're, if you want to really get at it. And I, the last time I made it under four hours. So oh, wow. Was, I was really flying. Yeah, you were... You weren't messing around. Yeah. That's awesome. And you mentioned, you know, like there's a lot of social groups. Like here in Cedar Rapids, you know, the bar we're in right now, there are jerseys hanging up on the wall of all the Cedar Rapids teams. Your jersey, my team jersey. All there. It's amazing how many teams come from this area. Yeah. Lizard King jersey was the first one here. Oh, nice. Framed. Yeah. So shout out to the Lizard Kings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to be extra famous now, right? <laughs> Um, well, you have, um, you started to talk about it, but you've success, successfully bicycled um, many, many, many miles and many, many, many days. I don't want to steal your thunder, so tell the listeners, uh, A, how many days you've ridden your bike and how this challenge came to be. Okay, I have, including today, ridden 1,359 days in a row. How many? 1,359 days in a row. Oh my goodness, Roy. And uh, it started on April 1st, 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was five months after my wife died and mm-hmm. after she died, biking was partly therapy for sure, me. Sure, sure. Uh, and I've gone over 16,500 miles. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. It's, uh, it's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. We've got to cheers to that. I mean, that's cheers. amazing. I, I'm not a mathlete, so how many years is that? It'll be four years 
pretty quick here. Coming up. I remember that you were having a party. It might have been right around Christmas time last year, and I couldn't. Yes. I had family commitments, but you were trying to get together a people got to it, bike outside. Got people to bike from Green Gable to O'Malley's and back. And that was day 1,000. Oh, man. Congratulations. Well, That's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so how do you overcome obstacles? Like, it could be, you know, 10 degrees, could be icy, you're on vacation, you have illness. What do you, how do you do that? Well, <clears throat> when it comes to the weather, you got to plan ahead. Right. When you're biking that much, you start learning which, what clothing to wear mm-hmm. for what conditions. Um, you know, you end up... Uh, some days you just put it on another layer. Yep. And uh, uh, the one thing that's really bad is when it's real cold and it's real windy. Mm-hmm. Those days, it's a minimal ride maybe around the block. It's mm-hmm. over a mile around my block. There's a few days, that, quite a few days that I've just gone around the block. Sure. And I'm sure there were days when you probably thought you were going to just go around the block, but once you get going, you probably were a little bit warmer than you oh, thought yeah. you'd be, and oh, yeah. away you go. And there's some days when it's a lot colder than I thought, so I'm <laughs> glad I was only going to go that far. Sure. Uh, but I got a road bike. I got a single-speed road bike. Uh, I got a fixie. I got a uh, fat bike. Okay. I got another junk bike. And I got two bikes that are that I did ragbri my first ragbri was on those two bikes so so whatever the weather weather dictates is the bike that you choose for that day sometimes yeah um, and for the weather you know you got to watch ahead if, if the weather's going to be bad in the evening make sure you get out in the morning if it's bad in the morning wait till the evening yeah sometimes I biked in the middle of the night because it's going to be a really bad day the next day um, sometimes I'd get up and, and bike you know, for therapy mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Yeah, you just need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, figure the time it takes to ride around Marion is about 45 minutes. And if you go to the gym, it's going to take you about that, that long a time. Sure. So I start and end at home, and it works out for me. Sure. Well, here's something that's never happened. There's uh, people in the bar here that are listening to us, and somebody brought me a note that says, um, what, what do you do when you're on vacation? Do you continue and how? Uh, I take bikes with me on oh, okay. vacation. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> gone to Milwaukee, Minnesota to Lanesboro Root River Trail. Mm-hmm. Gone to Colorado. And yes, I took a bike to Mexico. <laughs> you did? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's the bike I rode tonight. Okay. It uh, comes apart, packs down into a small suitcase. Uh, it's not a, it's a full-size bike. Okay. And I didn't tell anybody that I was traveling with. And when we got down there, everybody's wondering, what's this big suitcase? We're only going to be there five days. And it <laughs> yeah. says, it's a bike. <laughs> and uh, I was able to bike around the resort area. And then I took ferry over to Cozumel and rode around Cozumel. Wow. And memorized enough Spanish so I could order something to eat. Sure. <laughs> and it was a great time. That's uh, awesome. And yeah, it, yeah, I could I could travel with it on an airplane, mm-hmm. um, but most of the time I you know have a bike rack in my car and I 
carried around that way. Right. If you're yeah, if your vacation is with a vehicle, that's yeah. that's an easy fix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, did you have a goal in mind when you started this? I had one goal to start. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, previously to starting this ride streak, I'd done 30 days of April. Yes. And then there was National Bike Month, mm-hmm. and there was the National Bike Challenge. And I had been encouraging a lot of people to do 30 days of April. Mm-hmm. And I figured if I was in trying to get everybody biking more, I better do as best I can for 30 days of April. Sure. I made it through April. Wow, that was great. And then it was National Bike Month. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me see how far I can go. Let me go through National Bike Month. I get through with that. And the National Bike Challenge went from May 1st to September 30th. Oh, that's right, yes. So I said, well, let me see how far I can go. Mm-hmm. And that was over, and I just kept going. Before that, my goal had been to ride at least in one day in every month. And I did that for a couple of years. And I was trying to ride once every week. And then I thought, well, I'll just keep going, see how far <laughs> this goes. <laughs> And here you are almost four years later. Yeah. So are you, like, nervous about the day that you don't ride? No. Okay. I mean, no. is it going to be, like, a huge, like, letdown? Or? It's, it would only be a letdown if I just decided I can't do it anymore. Right. Um, but if I miss a day, I miss a day. Right. It's not going to break my heart or anything. Right. Because uh, I'll just start another streak. That's, yes, that's true. That's true. And I know there's some people probably here in Cedar Rapids area in Iowa or wherever, that have ridden a lot more days. Wow. But, you know, after a while, it's just what I do. Yeah, it is, yeah. I, I was going to ask that at the beginning here, but it's it's not your full-time job to ride every no, day, right? No, <laughs> You actually have a career and all that, I do. that good stuff. I do. I have a 40-hour-a-week job, yeah. yes. Yeah, so you've got to figure out when you're doing this biking yeah. every day. Sometimes I do it on my lunch hour. Sure, yeah. I do that, too, where my office is. Well, um, what keeps you motivated to get back on the bike and ride again? Um, I just feel good afterwards. Uh, It's good for exercise, you know, social uh, aspects and everything. Um, And, you know, people get up and religiously go to the gym every day. Right. I get on the bike. Right. Uh, And it's that mental thing that, you know, if you stop, is it going to be easy to keep going? I think it will be, but um, it's going to take something pretty terrible to keep me off the bike. Yeah. Let's well, hope that never happens. I was going to say, let's hope that never <laughs> happens. I'd say knock on wood, but the tables here are metal, so that's not going to work. But, um, well, you talked a little bit about the social side of biking. Uh, what, kind of, what kinds of organized rides have you participated in? Uh, past uh, nine years, ten years, mm-hmm. nine years. I've done rag ride. Yep. Uh, I before that I had done one tom rav, mm-hmm. and then I've done a few tom ravs since. Mm-hmm. I like that challenge. It's early season hills. And that's along the Mississippi River for yes. people who don't. It's the tour of the Mississippi River Valley. Right. Uh, Quad City Bicycle Club, mm-hmm. the ones that uh, organize and sponsor it, and. Uh, it goes up through Galena on the Illinois side to Dubuque to overnight and then come back to the Iowa side. Mm-hmm. And 
And it's a challenging ride. It is. There's a short route or the long route. And the long route I like because then I can get two century days in, in a row. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, I tried to do the century ride on Rag Ride this year. I missed the turn because a big semi was blocking the sign. Oh, no. And got into Montezuma. And like, where's the... <laughs> I missed the turn. Oh, rats. And I don't ever want to go salmon against the ride. No. No, you don't. No. Um, What other sorts of rides have you participated in? Uh, I've done uh, five Trans-Iowa rides. Well, it's it's a race, but for me it's more of a ride. And Trans-Iowa, I believe, is gravel, correct? It's all gravel, as much as it can be. Uh, 340 mile. Oh, gosh. Uh, Mark Stevenson... Europa bicycle and ski and uh, Waterloo area. Uh, he was the organizer for that. It was a great ride. Mm-hmm. It was time for it to end, for him to move on and have more fun doing other things. Uh, so 2018 was the last Trans Iowa, yes. wasn't it? But yes. you have, you said that there's something in its place. Uh, yes, there's a new race coming this spring, the Iowa Wind and Rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be mostly gravel also. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it'll be in more of a hillier area near Winterset. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, Mark Stevenson is organizing the COG 100. Okay. What's the uh, it's COG a, 100? It's a 100-mile gravel race. Oh. Um, yeah. uh, kind of affectionately going to be known as the Iowa State gravel, single speeds gravel Single speed. Oh, gosh. Race. Wow. Wow. Um, but, you know, of course, there's some social rides around here. Sure. Uh, I'll be doing Tom Rob, uh, Ragbri, and also Highbri. Highbri, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's uh, Hiawatha to Riverside? Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, I'm still on the fence if I'm going to go do the triple bypass. I tried to do it a couple years ago, and because of forest fires, it was canceled. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's in Colorado? Yes. Yes. And Triple Bypass is hopefully not referring to your heart. No. It's actually big, huge mountains. <laughs> yes. It goes over three very high mountain passes. Okay. Um, last that, that year that it was canceled, I was training going up to uh, Trail Ridge Road at, in uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. When I found out that it was canceled, ah. but they reorganized it to uh, a few f- rides around the area, and I rode up Mount Evans okay. until the storm hit, and I was at over twelve thousand feet and had to come back down because it was like snowstorm, rain, sleet, oh, oh geez, <laughs> uh, hail and yeah. snow. Oh man, oh man. And then as far as um, I'll just do a plug, uh, as far as out of state rides. I'm up at Root River one weekend with a bunch of people. I'm having a piece of pie because there's some town there that has amazing pie. Wayland. Wayland. I come out of there, and there's Roy Rhodes on his bike coming to do the same thing that yeah. I'm doing, yeah. coming to have a piece of pie. So mm. you've been Root Rivering. Yeah. It's, it's a nice trail. I love that. Yeah. Uh, it's not very many hills. Yeah. And nice ride between towns. Yes. It's all paved. 
It's real nice. Even when it's wet, it is nice. Yeah. And everyone's so friendly there. Yeah. I and mean, there's like, you know, you can go to the VFW or the pie place or you know, all kinds of restaurants and bars. I love that place. So, yeah. Um, is there a favorite trail or place you love to ride? I don't know if Root River is it or if there's uh, others. I, I do love riding around here. I love riding on gravel a lot. Yeah. Um, sometimes you get scenery that you won't see from the paved highways or the trails. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like out in uh, the uh, Denver area because a lot of the trails in Denver are very flat. Um, and I like the Root River. Yep, yep. Uh, a bunch of friends, we go up to Milwaukee two or three times a year, and they have a really nice trail system. Okay. Because it used to be lots of railroads, and now they've converted a lot of them to trails. Ah. And there's one called the Beer Line that I haven't ridden on yet, and I need to, <laughs> need to go ride on that <laughs> one. Check that one out. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, gravel, and I know you do social riding, and, and you have several bikes, but... What kind of bike riding do you enjoy? A little bit of everything? Or? A little bit of everything. Yeah. In the winter, I love it when it snows and I get my fat bike out. Mm-hmm. For, that's what it's meant for. Mm-hmm. I, I ride it on the uh, 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 Sack and Fox Trail. Yep, that's here in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, I ride mm-hmm. that with all my bikes, but I really like the single track out there. Mm-hmm. There's Beverly uh, out in the west side of town. Mm-hmm. A lot of single track out there. Yep. Squaw Creek now has some single track. I'm not the mountain biker, but I, I do like those trails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, any upcoming cycling events you're doing that listeners may want to Google and check out? Well, there is, you know, some social events coming up. Mm-hmm. There's I Did a Ride. There's the Burr Ride. Uh, the Burr Ride's been around forever. Yeah. That's the bike ride to Rippy. That's a great one. Yeah. Last year I did the, the Baycoon Ride. Yes, that's one of that our rides. That was a yeah. nice, nice ride. Yeah. It's, it's a flat, uh, about as flat as you can uh, get. Uh, we rode part of it on uh, on Rag Ride this year. Um, Tom Rava said uh, the Iowa Wind Rock and the Cog. Yep. Those are coming up. Yep. Or there's... Crab fart coming up. Yeah, which some is the Cedar Rapids ride. Yeah, yes. yeah. There's some good ones. So. Um, okay, last question for you. Pretty important. What's your favorite pie? Uh, it's peach. Peach pie. It has always been peach. Okay. When I was growing up, we would always get cake. Mm-hmm. One year, my mom asked, "Do I want chocolate cake or white cake?" And I said, "I want pie." <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pie? I want peach pie. And so. She never asked me after that. It was always peach pie on my birthday. Really? Really. Okay, that sounds really good. Do you do ice cream or you're fine with oh, just pie? Ice cream yeah. is always nice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, Roy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's it's amazing to hear your story, and I hope that your uh, stretch continues for, actually, for years to come. As long as it can go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I read once that people who bicycle... And exercise a lot, extend their age. Yeah. Well, if I keep riding, maybe I'll live forever. Yeah. <laughs> and on a side note, there's a man who rides Thursday rides when I do. Uh, it's called Meet Me at the Market, mm-hmm. and he is 93, and he may bike every day. I'm not sure. I need to look uh, look him up and find out if he rides in the winter. But yeah, I want to be doing that in yeah. my 90s. And he was, he was great. 
he could probably outride me any day. <laughs> anyway, thanks again, Roy. I really appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Kathy. Yeah. It was a joy to do this. Yeah. Well, listeners, I leave you with a quote from the unwritten book of Murphology. And this quote comes from today's guest, Roy Rhodes. A day without biking is like, well, just kidding. I have no idea anyway. Think about it. Okay, we've come to the end of another edition of the Jessica Bike Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening all these years. We, we are just about at Christmas. Hopefully this has been a gift for you listening a little bit of cycling. Boy, that's a cheap gift, isn't it? Um, but we've enjoyed bringing it to you. This is 97 straight weeks that we've been giving it to you, um, talking about all that fun stuff. And so make sure you're you're you know tuning in. If you're subscribing uh, on SoundCloud, Stitcher, any of those, Google Play, iTunes, thank you for doing that. Also, we've got some great sponsors. Thank you for patronizing the sponsors. We hear from them that say, hey, um, you know, hey, we've heard heard about you on the Just Go Bike podcast. So Prime Aware out of Denver, Colorado, just a great um, um, cycling wear company. We work with them a lot. Lots more to come from Primal. Um, and it's Bikes to You over in Grinnell, Iowa. Craig and April Cooper are the proprietors there. Uh, also run a rag bright charter. And last but not least, Think Iowa City and the curious surrounding communities. And we've got some great news coming down the pipe um, from that area. Obviously, we're going to do January 10th. We're going to do an event in their backyard over at Big Grove Brewery. But more to come. You're going to have to stay tuned because if you like Bacon, if you like pigtails, there might be something else on the horizon. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Thanks for tuning in. Merry Christmas. Maka is the way to say Merry Christmas. Aww. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out JustGoBike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.